Welcome to Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. This morning, uh, we are going to hear from the Bridge Ministry, and I'll explain that really quickly in a second. Just a few things coming up. Next week's the Expo, and then we're going to be talking about a new vision and mission statement that you can see just down the hallway. It says, loving people by loving Jesus, and uh, we love that, and uh, we're excited about unpacking that. And we've got a few things coming up in the fall. Pastor Chris is going to be unpacking a series on spiritual warfare, and it's going to be a great, great fall. So this morning, we are privileged and excited to hear from a Maria and George, who come on up. George Berg and Maria Peters, they are part of the Bridge Ministry, which is a ministry that is an amazing opportunity for us as a church and what's going on in the city as well. Uh, I won't say a lot because they've got a presentation for this morning, and we're looking forward to hearing about just the heart behind the bridge. And I wore my Bridge t-shirt, as you can see that right there, Bridge. If you want a t-shirt, talk to these guys. They'll hook you up. And uh, it's a great way to promote kind of what uh, God is doing within the bridge. So we appreciate you guys being here. And just, you know, these guys are going to share this morning. And I'm going to ask Somni to come up. And we're actually going to pray for everybody. These guys, their team, and Somni as well as he goes to Thailand. And we're going to ask people to come up and lay hands as well. We're excited about this morning because this is a great way to hear about what God is doing, not just locally, but what God is doing through Somni across the nation as well into Thailand. So let me pray for you guys. And you guys are good to go. Father, thank you for Maria and George. And we thank you for their team and who they are. We ask Jesus now that you bless them and walk with them. Give them words to say. Help us to continue to join you as you're working in our community. Thank you for the work you've done through the Bridge of Ministry. And we ask God that we continue to lean into you as you lead us to the power of your Holy Spirit. So bless them now in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, everyone. So first of all, I just want to thank you for all of the support that you've done. Two and a half, three years ago when Sherry and I were asked to kind of dream about this, boy, I, I was naive. I thought this was going to be a much simpler program than what it would be. Uh, one of the things that I've learned, one of the many things I've learned that this is God's plan. And the more I try to plan, the more I get in his way. And so today we're going to just share some of the things that he has done in our community. But before we do that, we'd like to just show a short video that James Enns, as well as uh, Jordan Clausen, have put together. We'd like to have the video come up first. All right, this is not the first time the video hasn't worked. So again, like I said, God is in control and we are not in control. Go to our website. We tried this at the town meeting as well. We tried to play the same video here. So if we can't get it up today, please web, uh, visit the website and you'll see a lot of things. So as I mentioned, uh, you know, building bridges is officially building bridges now. We're no longer under Project X or anything else. We still have some challenges with some other things, but it's an amazing opportunity that we have here to work together. Uh, again, as I mentioned, if we didn't have the support, first of all, of our staff, Chris, uh, Mesh, and Xavier, our board, as well as so many of you in here, uh, Greg Weens, we get together every week to pray. Sherry and myself have long conversations, and John and Krista from uh, our board as well. It's just amazing the amount of support. Uh, we feel the love, we feel the prayers, and it is the foundation of uh, what keeps building bridges going. Here was what we have presented before. There is a big need in our community. Uh, this is what the Lord used to uh, start this whole process. And within this process, it's amazing to see how the Lord has just continues to bring people around it. 
we lose ourselves so many times in the Lord that we almost lose focus of what's here, but then he seems to always bring something back in that the need for the youth is still here and it's not going away. But when we get discouraged, he always brings new people and new things in there. So our focus still is to meet the needs of our youth in our community. As we started dreaming about this, these are just some of the places that we visited. And back then, the dream was that not only did they inspire us to do something, and naively myself, I thought, oh, yeah, one of these or two of these, that's just what we're going to model. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. This will be so easy. And again, the Lord keeps saying, no, George, those are good examples, but we're going to make it go different. But the reason we wanted to throw this up here, they are still, all of them, when we call on them, they are being so nice. Uh, when we need something from them, they're willing to give it to us. And all of them, and you can see they're located all over Ontario. They're so excited about what God is doing in our community that when we open up, they've all asked to be invited so that they can celebrate what's going on in this, but also that they can learn and take it back to their communities. So even though some of these have been established for 10, 20, 30 years, and some only a couple years, they're very inspired by what God's doing in our community, and they want to learn from what we have done and grow from that as well. So this is our board of directors. Um, I just want to highlight the fact that um, it's grown, which is really exciting. We have five churches represented on our board, and we also have the UMEI represented, which is really cool. Um, I just want to highlight um, Martha Unger. She's from uh, Deer Run Church. She's new. Um, also, Will Good. He's a really cool addition to our board because he's a lawyer. So, you know, all that pro bono stuff is really good. Um, and then we have Chani Weens. She is from the UMEI. She's a teacher there, and she is the chapel coordinator, which is also very cool. I'll explain that a little bit more later on. Um, but for me, I've been on the board on the um, at the job now for four months, and this is who I get to work for. These are my bosses. Like I get to go to work, and and we pray and we discern what God has for us. And this is a group of people who are very passionate about what they're doing. They're doing this on the side of their full lives, their, their careers and their families. And they really truly have provided an environment for me where I've been able to pray through and discern what exactly it is that God has for me in this project. So, so unique, so helpful, and um, so thankful. Um, this is our mission statement uh, for the bridge. Um, we are very excited to be moving forward. We've put this together. Um, I'll just uh, explain uh, the steering committee. Um, so uh, this has also grown a lot. A um, couple of things to highlight here is uh, we have Carolyn Workington from SECC who is, who is new to our committee. Um, and we have uh, Stephanie and Greg Enns, which is a really cool story to share. They were actually, and yes, we have their permission to share this. Um, they, were, they were the group from the beginning when we bought the building that was pushing back and going, uh-uh, not in my neighborhood, not in my backyard. And this is just an example of how God has changed hearts. This is his project, and he's doing what he's going to do. So we approached them. We talked to them about their concerns. We validated their concerns, and we shared with them about how we want to hear from them. We want them involved. And they've accepted now a, a seat on our steering committee where they will be able to vote um, and, and speak into what we do at the bridge. So that's a really, really cool story. Um, also, we have put together a youth engagement committee, which is also very exciting. Uh, this youth committee will 
um, also have a voting seat at our table, but they represent each of the high schools in our community as well as um, Kingsville High School. And um, so yeah, they will speak into uh, what the needs are, what the youth wanna see, what's working, what's not, what they're into, that kind of stuff. So very helpful. Um, oops. Uh, one of the things that um, I have the privilege of being a part of is U-Turn. So U-Turn was started about a year and a half ago, and um, I should have worn my glasses, but anyway. <laughs> um, I get to be on the Community Connections team here at the church, and I also get to do U-Turn in the community, and then I get to be a part of the bridge. So I'm in a unique position to be the bridge for all these different places, and we have decided to keep, um, to keep U-Turn as part of community connections here at the church because, well, to be very honest, I'm kind of protective of it, and I, I don't really want a whole lot of not yet believers to like, I don't know, change it, you know what I mean? Like I just want it to stay God's thing. So um, that's really exciting, and there's a lot of opportunities there for you guys to get involved and volunteer. We are networking with um, other high schools who are doing Bible studies, and we are looking into uh, doing a lunch, a hot lunch every week for the youth. So that's a huge area where we could use volunteers to help if you're interested in getting involved. Um, and um, I also want to uh, thank Dolores for um, all the grocery shopping that she's doing. She and, and Greg are so involved at Access, and they have actually, Access has the youth and the staff made some cards for, for the church, thanking us for, for what we are doing there. Um, and, whoops, this is you, <laughs> sorry. So here you see a photo of, uh, we mentioned uh, several months back that we had that Trillium Fund of over 500,000. So the two ladies standing beside Maria here are the two ladies that we have hired uh, to be on our staff. And what an amazing team this is. First of all, I'd like to share a little bit about Maria. The Building Bridges team, uh, we felt we needed to bring someone in. We put a search out. We didn't find someone that we were looking for. So we asked Maria, we really don't know what the job looked like. We need so many things done. Uh, we trust you. We love you. Would you please step in and just help us figure this out? And Maria said, yes, yes, I'd love to. So this is what we love about Maria, her, just her big heart. It's far outweighs her, let's say, qualifications that may or may not go on a resume. And so we were so thankful that she was willing to step in the gap for us when we didn't know what we really needed. We didn't know what God's really going to do with this project. So she's been in here now for several months. And we throw anything and everything at her. And boy, oh boy, she does such an amazing job of just navigating through it. And when it is overwhelming, and trust me, it's almost every time it's overwhelming, what she does is she prays. She takes it to the Lord. She takes it to the board when she doesn't know. And she prays. And we can't always give advice because we don't know, but she, she works it through. And so she's really helped us so much become who we are. And we still don't know what a final end product's going to be. But she's willing to walk with us through this journey. So we're so thankful to have her on board. She is doing her internship soon. But uh, as she has shared with us, that she can never let go truly. No matter how and what position she's going to hold, she's going to follow what the Lord's doing in her and with this. The other two ladies on there are just, again, amazing. One is going to be the project manager. Shows she is, both of them are from the community, but they're so experienced in this, and they bring so many gift sets that we didn't have yet at, that, at our level yet. So we're so excited to see how they're going to get all the volunteer list ready, the training, the policies, procedures, 
Marie has a big sigh of relief because that's not her gift. <laughs> she just doesn't like it, but it's so important because when we're dealing with the public, if we don't have the proper processes in place, it's the thing that could shut us down, and that's the last thing we want to happen. So they bring great gift sets. Uh, Lindsay's the other one that's going to be doing a lot of the youth engagement stuff. So now as school gets back in, her and Maria will be visiting all these schools and, and developing this youth program. So it's just an amazing staff that we already have. And we believe it's going to grow as we know the need is far greater than even these three amazing ladies can already do. So here are just some of the examples of what has been happening with this whole project already. So I, I think we mentioned this briefly, but a while ago we decided that the roof was not part of the reno that we had already quoted. But we noticed there was a few leaks here and there and someone said, ah, you might get a year or two out of it. So we mentioned it to Greg. Greg obviously has a lot, Greg Weens has a lot of connections in our community and he found Ben. And Ben Dick, I said, hey, I, I do roofing and I know a lot of people. So long story short, he got about 14 competitors together and a project that's worth about $44,000 they were able to do on one Saturday morning. We even had to bring in the lunch crew in early because they were so fast just so we could still feed them before they went home. But it's just what a blessing that you had $44,000 achieved in one morning by just, you know, again, Greg and Ben and some of these people who love what's going on in our community and putting that all together. And as you can see in the middle, it also gave me an opportunity to just share the bigger vision. And so here you have 14 local competitors just in awe of what was going on. And that's where, you know, at first we didn't have all the funds, but after every, seeing the bigger vision, all the funds came in to cover it completely. Another project worth almost $30,000 was replacing the old windows in the church. And so Greg Weens, again, with his extended family and supporters around, has replaced all the windows in there. So it's just another way of seeing how the community is getting together and replacing these gorgeous windows that will allow us to bring natural light in, but also just improve the building itself. One of the things we didn't put on here is the framework. It was another project as our contractor wasn't able to get in there and do all the framework. And again, some, uh, it was a freezing group of uh, family, extended family and their friends and acquaintance came in and did all the framing for all the offices and everything else on the inside. Uh, we're currently working on a project with flooring. Uh, we were going to put some very basic vinyl tiles in there and stuff. And one of the personnel that had quoted this job through the contractors was willing to donate three or $3,500, which was amazing. But we said, wow, we've had such success, you know, opening it up to the community. So we again bro brought it to two or three local uh, flooring companies. And we've got some quotes in now. The project's going to be worth over $33,000. And over half of it, they're willing to donate already. And if we can go above and beyond and help with the installation, that would be even more. And so now we may actually be able to put some rug in there so it won't be as noisy, but it's going to be that replaceable stuff that will be easy to replace when there's going to be a spill or tear or something like that. So it's really, really good to see that the community is coming around. And more and more people, like Maria said the other day, she spends most of her time being able to interact or react for people who are interested or want to do want to know more about this uh, project or how they can help and so what a blessing it is that the community is reaching out to us instead of us looking for them to do it so Carrie and Joan also they have been our uh, coordinators with all the colors and everything else you trust me you don't want me to be picking the colors because you'd see some interesting things in there so again, just another group of people who are gifted in this field, working together, and uh, we're just so thankful that they stepped up and are going to help this place look normal, let's say, <laughs> and probably really good. On the CRA, uh, this is one of the challenges we've prayed through a long time ago. We continue to pray through. Uh, Will Good, as uh, Maria mentioned, is coming on board and willing to do this pro bono. Uh, we originally want a Project X uh, charity just to transfer over. The lawyers looked at it and said, oh, this will be easy. We'll just change it over. As I mentioned at the beginning, 
There is no easy or this isn't our plan. God hasn't uh, uh, given us the gift of the CRA number yet. We are building bridges, but he has not given us the charity status yet. So that challenges us to approach it in a different way. And if that's what God wants, uh, who are we to argue? We'll continue working forward faithfully. Uh, he continues to bless us in so many different ways. So with that, the opening date has been uh, a little bit postponed. Any of you who ever have uh, worked in the construction can realize it never goes as planned. And so again, we aren't able to get the contractors in as we planned, but we're getting volunteers in. So I think this is God's way of saying, hey, the, the date isn't as important as the mission and the vision, which is uniting the community to help. And so we, again, are being a lot more patient and allowing God to just provide what is there. So I would love to give you an opening date as I did two and a half years ago, and I says, ah, we'll be up in six months or eight months. I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut with that open date. <laughs> we will announce when the open date's ready, and trust me, you will all be invited to come in there as well. Sure. <laughs> so here is uh, some of the updates from the, the center. You see the skeleton of the framework, and then you see the, um, the insulation, and then the, the um, dry wood there, or the drywall, sorry. Um, so yeah, we just want to say thank you to Jim Dukeman and Greg Weens, who have worked so hard to get people in to get this done. And every day I go in there, and I'm like, can I come in today? Can I bring my desk? Like, am I ready? <laughs> can I come? Um, Oh, this so, didn't show up very well. Yeah, so this one I'll speak into a little bit. This was just the general layout of what we're doing. So we are not doing phase two at this point, which is the two-bedroom, you know, the two-story apartment buildings. Uh, we were not able to successfully get that grant in. And as I mentioned, we did not get the CRA. So we haven't been able to really focus on the capital campaign. And this project alone, just getting up the church, is already well over a million-dollar project. So we have to be reorganized and refocus again. So we're, we're excited to see what the Lord's going to do with phase two but it isn't gonna be opening up in 2017 as we planned. But one of the things that has been exciting about this facility is that we did throw out the idea of you know, people sponsoring it. So we're already about over $200,000 of commitments. And the first and you know, the one that I'm most excited about is Meadowbrook. They stepped up and the chapel will be named after Meadowbrook. So again, just showing the foundation that Meadowbrook wants to be in this outreach. They're gonna be manning and operating and having their name at the chapel for as long as the center lasts. And I hope that lasts a very long time. The other two are at this point we're not going to announce yet, but the other 150,000 plus has also been donated, and we're excited about that. Again, we're waiting for the charity status to come in, but that's it's awesome. So this is the center that we will be hope, hopefully putting up next year, if we can get the funding in it. And it, again, that is still the need that we need, but again, at this point we're going to find other ways. And I'm again trusting the Lord will provide what we need during this time, whether it is changing our attitude, building our staff, or building our team stronger or utilizing other homes in our community. We are excited about doing that as well. As we've had so many challenges, it's just been interesting how about three weeks ago, uh, John Ferguson introduced me to Carol Derbyshire, who's been working with hospice in here. Uh, I actually met her a year ago when they put up hospice and I was, at, you know, we were involved with helping put that up. And she just said back then, I'd love to help you. She was in, excited about our vision. And so now we reached out to her and she said, I, I promised I would and the Lord's put it on my heart. I continue wanting to help with you. So she introduced me to this Reza, I'm not even going to say his last name, but Reza is a Shabazi, a wonderful man who works in that nonprofit world for over 17 years already. And he has been able to bring so many different things with uh, immigrants coming in and just refugees coming in. But he heard our vision and he, he said he wanted to get involved. And about three weeks ago when we first met, he said that someday in the future, which could take five, six months, so I'm thinking, all right, let's give him 18, 20 months because it's going to happen. 
but he wanted us to meet Corinne Prince St. Ahmad, who is again, and Diane Holden, who are both in the citizenship, citizenship Canada at the federal level. So there's a lot of federal funding coming out, and he says, man, if she could ever meet you guys, and when and if she comes in the community, I would love her to meet you guys and see what's going on. Sure enough, last th uh, Thursday, he calls, and well, he called already on Monday, says, hey, can you guys come in on Thursday? She's going to be in town. Can you believe it? So this is one of those first times where it went the other way instead of taking longer. It really went quick. So not only did we get to meet with them, uh, we got to meet with the whole new Canadian Center of Excellence team, Mayor John Pattison, and several other community leaders were all called in this meeting where we got to share what we had to do here. And then we went out to the, the center, as you can see, and they took a photo with us. They were so impressed and so encouraged by the whole thing that they wanted to take photos and information all back to the federal government. So again, here's something that is a little Leamington project, and it's going all the way up to our provincial federal government already. So God's got a bigger plan. It scares us, it excites us. <laughs> we don't know what he really wants to do, but we're trusting again. This is his plan. We're just trying to follow this whole process of where this is going to go. And we're hoping again, to be honest, that there will be some funding, but if not, at least we're getting a chance to share it. A comment that they made is that Leamington seems to be this unique but yet perfect community where they're seeing the community gather together to try a lot of pet projects. And so they were very excited about looking at the opportunity of how they could, you know, not only fund, but look at us as a model of what we could do together. They hadn't seen that in some of the larger centers, so they were very excited to see not only the community leaders get together, church leaders, but even the mayor was willing to sit in and he was very supportive of the whole project as well. So again, just so exciting to see what's happening. I think I skipped, um, I think I skipped a slide earlier on um, where we talked about all the support services that we have put in place already, which is so exciting. We are meeting with so many community leaders who are coming forward and saying, here's how we can help. Do you guys need this? How about this? We want to get involved and they're getting in there. So we have things like um, showers and we have bathrooms, we have meals, we have um, uh, um, counseling, all kinds of counseling, relationship counseling, um, all kinds of services that we're working on putting together for the youth. We really want to be able to tell the youth in our community that they matter and that they are loved and that we want to keep them. We need them to stay in our community. We want them to know that no longer will they have to be sent to the city to be left by themselves to navigate a system they don't know and lose any support system they have left in the community. No more will they have to um, go to the city and, and do all of that by themselves. We want to be able to provide wraparound support in the center and anything that we can't do in the center, which is not much so far, but the things that, that we'll, we will be doing offsite, we want to be able to walk with them through that system, take them to, to the uh, services that they need and explain to them who they'll be meeting, what the system or what the process will be like, we want to be able to walk with them through that and bring them back to the bridge if that's what they need. But no more navigating the system on their own. We want to be a resource center where they can come to one place and get all their needs met. So some of the things that we've been working on putting together inside the bridge um, is a clothing closet. This is really cool because we have partnerships with Thrift on Mill and with Value Village that are willing to say, bring your youth in, they can pick a couple of outfits for free. They can pick um, any household items that they need for their apartments or anything that they have in the store is available to them so that they can get going on their own. Um, so, but this clothing closet will be specifically for things they can't get at those places, like underclothing, right? Where do you get those? 
uh, socks and coats and winter clothing, that kind of stuff for the future um, or for the winter. And this clothing closet, Faith Mennonite Church has opened up their basement for us to be able to use a room there until we have space of our own to put it. Um, but yeah, just another example of how the community's coming together. This is another program that we're working on. It's called Night Owl. And this is for um, community members that have an empty room where they can say, hey, listen, we have space and we'd like to help. So we would be able to get um, people into, into a bed the night that they come to us. Um, we had a young man who got kicked out of the home by his drunk father uh, just before Christmas with no shoes, no socks, no shirt, just his pants on in the snow. And he was left, just get lost. That's, that's what he was told. So this is, would be a, a, the perfect example for someone like him where he's a safe person. We would like to screen families and do all that safe stuff, put all those things in place, but get those people into a bed that night so that they're not on the street. Um, this is another program called Roadrunner. So this is for um, when we do need to transport youth to other services away from the bridge, we wanna be able to provide safe rides for them. So anyone who wants to volunteer to be a safe driver, you can just sign up and we would just get, get our list out when someone needs a ride and we would start calling whoever's available to give them a free ride so that we can guarantee their safety. Um, this one is called Guardian Angel. This is for last month's rent for the youth. When they are on their own, they get hooked up with um, Ontario Works to get some funding, um, but they usually have, they can't get last month's rent. So it's really hard for them to secure a place without last month's rent. So we're asking people to volunteer um, and sponsor a youth for, for one month's rent, which is around 350, 375 in that range. Um, so we have so much more to share, uh, but we only have so much time. Um, this is our website. Please visit our website. Please come sign up, volunteer. I would really like to just encourage you if you have felt that something, you know, well up in you and your heart start pounding as we're sharing, come, don't delay, answer the call, come sign up, get involved, see what God is doing and let's do this thing together. The need is huge. It really is, but we can do it together. And like George said, when we, when we come to a roadblock, we pray. And we pray in between, and then we pray again, and we just pray. And so many times when we have prayed about things, God has just said, my people will rise. That's us. That's you and me, guys. Like, there is no calm and collected way to talk about youth homelessness. If we're gonna lose our cool about something, this is it, this is it. Now is the time to get involved and to let the community know that, yes, Meadowbrook is here to help and we don't wanna close our doors. We want the community to fight for our doors to stay open because we are the church, we are God's people and we're gonna rise. Thank you. What's great about what God is doing in and through this ministry is this idea that everything practically is being taken care of. That's what I love about this. We're helping people in practical ways, which is fantastic. And there's great ways for us to get involved. These guys will be in the foyer after service.
please connect with them. And we love the heart. And it's amazing when God gets a hold of something and it's like, hold on, right? Hold on for the ride and see what he's going to do. And that's incredible to hear. So having said that, uh, they're called the Bridge Ministry, which is a fantastic name into the community. We also want to bridge people to Jesus. And having said that, I'm going to ask uh, Somdi to come forward as well. I'm actually going to call the uh, John Ferguson and Krista Kleinrad. Are you in the house? Are you here by chance? If you are, come on up. Krista is part of the team here for Building Bridge, as well as John Ferguson. And Somdi is leaving for Thailand on September 6th, I believe. That's coming up. You're going for how long, Brother Somdi? Um, I would like to just um, tell the whole thing, because um, <laughs> <laughs> one minute. Um, the, the plan that the MB put on for me is uh, September 6th to go for one month. And after that, December, I go for one month and a half. And after that, October, um, <laughs> April. April will be for two years, start in April, because Sarah can go to school over there for full time. So that's uh, the plan. But we need support now until then. If, if, we, if the funds enough that I can go for two years, but it's not that I can change the plans. That's it. Well, the, the first thing I would like to say thank you. <laughs> I would like to say thank you. Uh, God and thank you everybody that been uh, donated in this time. That's it. When you took the mic out of my hand, I was thinking, mercy, we could be here till lunchtime. <laughs> but we love hearing Psalmy's heart and for what he has for the kingdom and what God is doing in and through him. What we're going to do, we're going to ask you guys to go down to the ground floor here and all of you. And we're going to ask people, I know we're taking a little bit of time today. However, this is vital, important stuff for the kingdom. So if you are part of missions or you want to support these guys or part of the bridge ministry or anything, a leadership, I come on up, lay hands on these guys. And I'm going to pray for these guys as we bless them in the name of Jesus. So come on up. Let's pray together. Jesus, this is amazing to stand here in front of your church uh, to bless people that are making a difference in this community and also in Thailand. And thank you for Somdi as he's leaving soon. Thank you that you have done a great work in his life. And as he goes back to Thailand, Jesus, we ask that you continue to prepare the way there, that you'd gather that church in Jesus' name and many would come to an understanding of who you are. Thank you for the folks who've already come into a decision. Uh, that have been baptized, we ask Jesus you continue to use Somni and his family to further your kingdom. Give him safety, uh, give him energy and health. Thank you for how you provided for him financially. And we release him to you, Jesus. And we ask that you'd bless him, anoint him, walk with him. And God, give him faith that would just shudder the enemy in his footsteps. That God, it would be powerful. And that we would take back kingdom for your sake, Jesus. So thank you for Somni and who he is. And as they prepare for school out there, and the things that are going on for Sarah, that that would be an amazing transition for her as well. That God, she make friends and be encouraged by that too. Thank you for the bridge team and who they are and all for the work they've been doing here in many ways. And we ask Jesus that you continue to bless and guide them. Pray for unity in their team, that you continue to open doors financially for them. Thank you for these amazing things that have come together in such short little times. And we understand that's because of you, Lord. So we're, we're grateful. So as the bridge looks for an opening day, uh, whatever that looks like in, 
in between time as they go through the process. I pray, Jesus, that they would remain faithful to who you are, remain faithful to the call of, of the gospel, and that uh, you would use uh, the bridge to be an amazing, amazing place where youth can find out who you are in very practical ways. So bless them, protect them. Thank you, Jesus, that we are a church that believes in mission, and I pray, God, we continue to be able to do that, to stand in the gap locally and abroad. So bless each one. Thank you for the time. In Jesus' name, amen. Isn't it great to see people come up and get prayed over? I think it's amazing. Worship team is going to come up, and uh, they're gonna, we're going to wrap up the service in a minute. Uh, just before we wrap up, uh, the Bible says that we should be going out and making disciples and telling people about Jesus, and these are practical ways that we can do that. And if you've come here this morning uh, and you want to talk about anything or pray about anything, folks will be available after service. After we finish this worship song, uh, Marissa will dismiss you, and then you're good to go. Uh, so again, thanks for being here, and I hope you're encouraged uh, about what God is doing, uh, not just through the bridge ministry, but also through Swamdi and other people's lives as well. <laughs>